we believe life is precious. This is it. We've got one shot at this. It's on us to live life to the fullest, to maximize what we've been given and play the game of life at our full potential. Are you living up to your potential? Are you frustrated that despite your best intentions, you just can't seem to make the changes needed to take things to the next level so you can impact your career, relationships, and health? If this is hitting home, you're in the right place. Our mission is to open the door to the exceptional life by showing you how to play the game of life at a higher level. So you're playing at your full potential rather than at a fraction as most people do. We'll share the one thing that once we learned it, our lives were transformed. And once you learn it, watch what happens. Welcome to Think It Be It, the podcast. I'm Kelly Hatfield. Hey, and I'm John Mitchell. So Kelly, here's the topic this this week. Uh, See what you think about this. Um, Seeking to understand before seeking to be understood. And as most people probably know, that's one of the seven habits of highly effective people. And I just finished uh, reading that book for, I don't know, I don't know, it's been a long time since I read it the first time, but just recently I read it again. And it's such a profound concept, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can think when I reflect on some of the biggest um I wouldn't say mistakes, but I'll use that word. You know, the biggest was when I didn't take the time to fully understand, you know, that seeking first to understand and either made a decision when I didn't have all of the info, made an assumption about Mm -hmm. something because because I was too busy talking and wanting to be, you know, so uh, no, I love this topic, John. I'm so glad you brought it up today. Good, good. Well, you know, I think this is the biggest problem in America today, you know, I was watching the State of the Union address last week and, uh, you know, just the political uh, discourse that we have and and nobody makes the effort to see the other guy's point of view. Mm-hmm. And and I'll give you an example that that probably would not be would on the surface not be popular. But, you know, one of the challenges in the world today is uh What's happening in Ukraine? Well, had we ever actually thought about looking at th- this from uh, Putin's standpoint, as as evil as he is, um, if you look at it, you know he he basically wants to uh, recreate the Soviet Union. Well, what's wrong with that from his perspective? You know, I mean, uh, the Soviet Union broke up. Uh, he wants to put it back together. Does he have the right to do it? Well, maybe, maybe. I Nothing, nothing wrong with the ambition, I guess. But it's, it's the fact that we don't look at what the other guy's point of view. Now, the more you look at that particular situation, uh, uh, you can certainly see why you, he wouldn't want NATO to be for for Ukraine to be part of NATO, to be right on his border, you know. But we don't think about that, uh, and and that's just an example of so often in in life, um, we only focus on what our point of view is, and we don't make even make the effort to to uh, 
see what the other guy's point of view is. You, you agree with that? Yeah, I think that's an extreme um, example. I think if we want to bring it down to kind of a real, uh, let's just talk about the dinner table. Yeah, and, right, and, yeah. And relatives. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And having a conversation around this topic, you know, we'll use the same topic, for example. Everybody is so inflamed, you know, and giving mm. their opinion and nobody is stopping to say, well, why do you feel that way? Or why right. do you think that that's the way it is? Or, you know, what brought you to that conclusion? Or like, those aren't the kinds of conversations, again, seeking first to understand where they're coming from. You know, right. do they have the, you know, information? Do they have the, the, uh, you know, facts around it? Is it well thought out? Or is it something that they're parroting off of, uh, you know, a, a sound bite that they got and they don't understand the, uh, depth of the the topic or the issue, you know. So I think really, uh, you know, um, that again, that seeking first to understand and asking questions around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's in terms of just bringing it down to the level that everybody deals with every day. That's what I think of when I think of seek first to understand because I can think of some heated discussions over the course of the last few years that have happened with in laws with, you know, who, where mm-hmm. we have very different ideology and um, uh, and how differently those conversations could go or could have gone had that, had I employed that um, rather than getting emotional about a topic. Right. Um, so anyway. Well, you know, in, in uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he, he has a great line in there around this idea. Uh, he basically says, you know, when when you encounter somebody that has a different point of view than you do, he goes, good, I'm glad that that you see this differently. Help me understand your point of view so that maybe I can uh, learn and grow, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and and so that's a powerful thing. How many how often in today's world do you hear somebody say that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, never, never. Right? And talking about too diffusing kind of a situation that could be adversarial and asking the question that way that changes the entire yeah conversation, you know, and the energy in the conversation. Well, and you know what what we have today is, you know, one person says their point of view, and then the other person says their point of view. And it's like, you know, budding heads and how powerful it is if you really want to influence that other person and and you make them you know explain their point of view oftentimes i bet they can't support their point of view and as you you encourage them to to do it now you're going to open their mind to whatever your point of view is so you know it's a it's a more effective way to get your point of view across by simply, you know, having them explain their other point of view. And and I, I'm a big fan of in conversations. If somebody says something that I think is a good point, I think it's good to s- tell them that's a good point. I never yeah. thought about that. Or, you know, I mean, people don't really do that. No. And I think, too, what's the number one thing that people want? They want to feel heard and they want to feel seen. Right. And I think through this technique of seeking first to understand and creating more influence, that's exactly what you're doing, you know, and you're doing it in a constructive way, you know, and then validating them, you know, and, and, um, you know, I think that 
if you can, the more naturally curious and the more you can train your brain and your subconscious mm-hmm. to get into this frame of mind when you're in conversations where you actually are listening more than you're talking, you're asking right. questions and you take on this persona or this identity of somebody who's just naturally curious, you're a student of life. So right. if you're just asking questions of people, you're beginning to understand things on a whole other level rather than just like, you know, spewing information and, and um, letting your ego um, kind of run things. And I'm, you know, I know everything and I'm, and I'm important. And I think that can naturally happen, um, you know, if you're not careful. Right. You're talking more than you're listening. Right. I think, you know, it's also interesting if, I mean, when somebody says something that's a, that's, that catches your attention, that's, that's valid, it's good to call the attention to that. But I think as you listen to somebody's point of view, overall point of view on something that's different than yours, um, there's always something in there that, that you go, you know, that's a good point that really, but, but you never see ever see somebody in a, in a back and forth go, you know, one of the things you said that was, that is really a very valid point. And though, and, you know, as soon as they hear that, they're going to be more open to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And you may, and you may have to say, listen, you know, I see it, see it this way. Uh, do you see anything in what I'm saying that seems valid? Well, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you've already opened that door, you know, they'll, you know, you lead by example, they'll, they'll see something in your point of view. And it's just a radically different way to have a conversation than, than is currently normal. And, and one of the things I'm trying to do with Ginger is, uh, you know, get in this habit of, of this type of thing and having this type of conversation and, and, uh, yeah, you know, when she has a p- different point of view, literally say to her, uh, you know, I see it differently, but help me help me to understand your point of view and then get her going. Because I see that that I need that that repetition to make it really part part of me. So so how do you how would you make this more more part of you so that it happens more naturally? Yeah, I think we touched on this a little bit in one of our previous conversations and how I've employed this within my companies mm-hmm. where um, seeking first to understand, let's talk about maybe there was a challenge or there was mm-hmm. a situation or there's a new project or a new revenue stream we're thinking about um, implementing or something along those lines. That's one of the first places we start is this idea of seeking first to understand mm-hmm. and looking at this, What you know, we talked about the quality of questions determines the yeah. quality of your life, the, the success in your business, um, those kinds of things. And so I think um, uh, practicing it, you know, through a process in with my companies has helped me implement that too into, um, you know, my personal life. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this before also, but, you know, it, this could be as simple as, you know, a note, Mm-hmm. That you've got. So if the entry point, if you're not doing the full methodology, it could the entry point could be where the reminder that you're putting into your phone or the right. phone mirror or whatever could just simply be um, seek first to understand or ask questions 
you know, um, before, like for me, that's was my entry point too. I began to ask questions before I would answer anybody's questions. I would ask questions. Right. I started to train my subconscious to ask more questions and to be naturally curious. Right. Right. You know, I, I, t- and I know, I think we've talked about this before, but you know, one thing that's been foundationally uh, a big deal in my life over the last month is this idea of, of understanding why people are different than me. And, mm-hmm. and I, again, I saw, see it comes down to three things, genetics, what has come into their consciousness and whether they have estrogen or testosterone flowing through their <laughs> veins. Those three things cause them to be uh, different than, than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, once you sort of see that, and none of those three things are anything they actually control. So they're not they're not different than me by choice. It's just that that's how God made them. And, you know, this has been so valuable to me to, to understand that. And I'm like, well, you know, of course, they look at things different that, you know, they have different genetics. They have uh, uh, different things that have come into their consciousness. Why would I think they think like I think? Uh, and so this has been so, uh, so helpful for me to let go of because, you know, subconsciously we don't like people that are different than we are. That's just human nature. Mm -hmm. Uh, but once you see that they're not doing it intentionally, that they, they're entitled to have whatever their point of view is, it's as valid as our point of view. It just changes the dynamics, I think. I do too. And I think just that, well, the diversity, the breadth, the, uh, what you're allowing in, the experience of being here in life and mm-hmm. understanding all different perspectives and viewpoints. And right. you know, I'll tell you really quick on this, seek first to understand this is a real, this can be a game changer for people, you know, in relationships. So whether it's with a parent, yeah. whether it's with a parent, whether it's with a, uh, you know, understanding their story, understanding mm-hmm. where they, have come from what's made them who they are. Yeah. You know, so like if with a challenging mother-daughter relationship, let's say, you know, right. it's like after you hear the story and you're clear about their upbringing and that you're like, okay, so this isn't about me. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, this person, whoever did the best that they could or knew how to do. And right. it, that can free you is my point. I think understanding and seeking first to understand can free a lot of people from this emotional stuff that they're carrying that they've made about them somehow and it's not about them you right know what I mean well you know the way the way I apply this using our 12 minute day technique is is I basically say in my visualization that uh, uh, I seek to understand before seeking to be understood and I and I also say in there something about why uh, why people are are different than me, you know, just what I said a minute ago, uh, genetics, what's coming into their consciousness and, and testosterone or estrogen. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just, I've, I've seen over the last month, uh, this, uh, be very impactful. And I, and now I'm, I've put it recently in my visualization to, to practice this more with ginger so that, so that, you know, that repetition will, will actually show up, uh, when I'm dealing with anybody. Uh, 
so it'll be interesting what it what uh, how it all feels uh, a month from now. And it, am I actually doing it with other people? Hopefully, yeah. I will be. Yeah, we'll have to report back. Give us the scoop. I will. <laughs> I will. Okay. Well, I think that that uh, gets it for today. So uh, we'll see you until next time. Thanks for listening today. If you've had your own aha moment from today's episode, send me or John an email. We'd love to share your epiphany with our audience. So email us at kelly at thinkitbeit.com or john at thinkitbeit.com. In the meantime, live the exceptional life. <laughs>